Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard, a we play RPGs. Ah, this is getting confusing. I'm Eli, your host. I'm joined by people. Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. <laughs> One of the people. <laughs> I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I allegedly play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm not a people, and I play Margo. We just, like, when this episode drops, we'll have, like, five shows, and all of them open with, you're listening to We Play RPGs. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, am we're I all under the same network. Guard? What am I listening to? Uh, yeah, uh, to be fair, you can look at the thing. We have episode titles. I was about to say, uh, I put those on there for a reason. You could also do like, <laughs> this is like X show, a We Play RPGs production. I am so-and-so joined by so-and-so. You know, that sounds a little too rehearsed for what I have clearly made my brand on this show. My well, brand. that's how I would do it, and I'm not you, so <laughs> that's why it doesn't sound like you. <laughs> sounds a little too much like we're trying to copy in, you know, 1920s radio host. Look, there's two types of people, the prepared and the fun. So, let's we're the, the latter. You're listening, to, you're listening to Prismatic God, a production of We Play RPGs. Ha ha ha. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, I uh, imagined please. that it was an armadillo, and I don't know why. Because it's the best. I'm Arnie the Armadillo, your host for tonight, and this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. Metallic Dice Games sells metal dice. They got resin dice. They have glow-in-the-dark resin dice. They have resin dice with flowers inside of them. They got stone dice. You're talking your rainbow white or whatever it's called. That's pretty. And if you go to their website, we play... No, that's not right. If you go to their website, <laughs> metallicdicegames.com, and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your whole order. Well done. Uh, you could also alternatively go to weplayrpgs.com and look at their support show tab, and you'll be able to find resources there. This episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. They've got some great coffee with some great artwork, all of it D&D themed, and they credit their artists, which is even better. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, you get 10% off your whole order. <sighs> okay. I love that. I just pictured a little armadillo with like a bow tie and a top this. hat the entire time. Slow golf clap. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we last left off, you guys committed some murders, got kicked out of a bar. Uh, technically self-defense murders. They tried to kill you first. I was just going to knock them out, and then they shot me with a gun. That's true. I wasn't going uh... <laughs> to. Well, clearly they were gunning to kill us first. Oh, man. I was trying not to kill him. Wait, you were trying not to kill him? <laughs> Wait, we were trying to be non-lethal? Hold on. I got to get my inhaler. <laughs> Abby, if you kill Eli on the podcast... It's okay, I've oh, almost man, killed Eli a few times. With, with, with a terrible pun, it's going to be great. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to here, it just happens, and I happen to be, like, on, on point today. Anyway, and then you were asked by the innkeeper's uh, daughter, Goma, to meet her at a uh, barn on a farm just outside of town. And when you got there, you found yourselves surrounded by a group calling themselves the Peace Reformers. So, uh, and uh, Goma said that they need your help. Well, we're going to do it. What exactly do you need us to do? A, uh, another woman 
steps forward and she says, uh, My name is Majora. We need your help to take down uh, Zob. The mayor. Got it. Um, Governor, Governor, but yes. The the head of the town, basically. Um, Yes. Might I ask what exactly your plan is once he's out of the picture? Well, what do you know of the peace reformers? This is my first time hearing about you. I'm not really from around here, so. We are rebellion. We are spread across the entire empire. And our plan, and we were getting rather close to being able to fulfill it, was to overthrow the monarchs, the nobles, and install democracy. However, these new weapons, these firearms, have made things increasingly difficult. But, because Datam is... Datam is advantageous. Taking this town would be... would strike a blow to the nobility. But more importantly, it would show the neighboring kingdoms that have, as of yet, not made any effort to assist us, realize that we are worth the investment. Strike a match to ignite something greater. And these firearms have concerned us as well. It's one of the reasons we're still hanging around these parts. Yep. They are concerning. They're not quite as accurate as a bow or a crossbow, but the sheer power is not to be discredited. (laughs) I nod while rubbing my previously injured shoulder. Yeah. So, what is it that you are doing in the Empire? Um, we are here to rescue my teacher. He is, unfortunately, being made to build these things. And there's a lot of chatter uh, among everyone. She says, um, your teacher created these firearms. Not willingly, but I've and I'm telling him not to for years, but he did, and clearly it's become a problem. We have reason to believe that he was kidnapped. I mean <laughs> I mean, like no <laughs> we have reason. He's definitely been kidnapped and forced to make weapons. It's called tact, but whatever. <laughs> tact doesn't exist here. We're um, in a rebellion. Forget tact. Uh, I argue tact exists even more here than ever, but okay. (laughs) Majara says, um, well, some of our sources say that these firearms are coming from the capital. Is that where you believe your teacher to be taken? Yep. Well, then we have what might be a bit of a quid pro quo on our hands. You see... You're very capable, at least in a fight, and you might be able to track him down without the Peace Reformer's help. But if you help us here, I will be able to give you a pendant that will assure you allies in Bemen. Hmm. Um, I mean, I, f- I look at everyone else like, well, I feel like this is worthwhile to help them. Like, even without, like, um, it, this is a rebellion. These people need help. We should help them. If the rest of the Empire is like how those guards were, then I'm in. Can't stand pompous people like that, pushing people around. I mean, we already knew I was in. As long as I can throw down. <laughs> Which sounds like I'll be able to. <laughs> hey. That just leaves you, Roscoe. Though I think we already know your opinion. Roscoe just looks and smirks and goes, Corruption cannot stand. Corruption can only be toppled. Hmm. Very well. Come. And she leads you over... Uh, behind some of the farm equipment is a table. And she sets it up and it's a, uh, a map of the area. And she says, uh, We will have to act quickly. The... 
Governor's Mansion is here. And it is where the majority of his soldiers live. Now, all of us storming the mansion is a, a fool's errand. However, we can draw the majority of his soldiers out, especially because he is going to have sent many... He, many of them will be returning tomorrow after your show at the inn. They will believe that you are associated with the Reformers, and anyone believed to be assisting the Reformers is to be executed by quartering. Mm -hmm. And if anyone... Any of the players don't know, execution by quartering is where they tie each of your limbs to a horse and then have the horses run full speed in different directions. I they hate literally it. rip uh, you apart. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a na- it's a nasty execution. For those of you who like torture with your murder, drawn and quartered. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate it. Uh, I think there was one recorded instance where uh, they just had the horses pull. Like they weren't, it wasn't a sudden like, oh, we're running away. It was just like a real slow thing. Yeah. The worst. Um, But Majara says, uh, while the majority of the forces are here, we can engage them and help protect the townspeople. But that leaves you the perfect opportunity to storm his mansion. Are you partial at all to the structure of the mansion itself? She smiles and says, uh, burn it down. Excellent. And Rovarth kind of has his alligator smile. <laughs> oh, cool, I get to use fire. <laughs> and then she uh, says, thoughts, questions? None. Where, uh, do you have a layout of the mansion itself? No. Okay. Um, now... We have a little bit of help. Uh, Badri here uh, worked as a servant there for a few years. And Badri steps forward and he says, uh, <clears throat> Yes, uh, it only has two floors. There are a few balconies, many bedrooms, a large courtyard the well uh the pathway to the main gate is uh not anything like a maze but there are many corners the governor stays primarily on the second floor he doesn't feel the need to leave that frequently about how tall would you say this mansion is? Um, Just about. 40 to 50 feet, maybe? Got it. I can fly. Just remember that. Well, I have <laughs> I mean, an idea. <laughs> Flint and Roscoe cannot. All right. Um, I mean, you say that you have an idea, and Majara says, would you like to share with the rest of the class? Well, I have recently added into my repertoire of abilities uh, the spell known as Flame Strike. So I could very easily set a 10-foot radius section of the mansion ablaze. Uh, that would be about 40 foot tall. If we find the where they keep the weapons and set that on fire, we might be able to ignite any uh, black powder they have in there. That's a brilliant idea. And then, like... <laughs> That's so dope. Also, it'd be quite a lot of explosion uh, and take care of all those pesky little <laughs> firearms I have hiding here. Can't use it without black yep. powder. And, uh, 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 Badri says, I'm sorry, I won't be able to help you there. And, I mean, honestly, I didn't serve the governor directly, so I don't really know the layout. I can just tell you the general that's fine I guess do you have any particular ideas Roscoe Roscoe scratches his chin and goes whatever we do we gotta give the less time we give them to react and regroup would be best quicker agreed the quicker we think we can 
find a solution, that is the solution we should take. All right. Well, I suppose you can sleep here for the night. And at dawn, you should start heading towards the castle. You'll be taking this road, and she points. Um, it'll take longer to get there, but at least you won't run into uh, a battalion on your way. Okay, sounds fair. We should also use the element of surprise while we're there. We don't want them to see us until we're ready to spring our assault. That makes sense. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this area is not heavily wooded, but there, you might be able, you know, you won't know more until you get closer to the, uh, mansion, but you might be able to use the forest. All right. Sounds good. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, morning comes, you guys head off. So what is the exact plan I wonder um, okay so the the peace reformers are gonna like you know storm the main entrance and it co- no oh. that's not at all what they said shit they're gonna provide a distraction so that way the townsfolk are safe that gives us us time to go and attack the mansion yeah I yes. think and most of the soldiers will be occupied with the reformers exactly they're basically the <clears throat> they're basically serving as a distraction. Yeah. So we need to get in our way and get in position so when the reformers do their thing and get and draw the guard as so many guards as possible. I, well, all right. We I got to clarify something. So the mansion is like a 40 minute walk away. Okay, so we need to get going. The soldiers are already going. There. Okay. The soldiers are already going to the town because you guys killed a couple soldiers, so now they're going there to brutalize some townsfolk. Okay, so they're basically the reformers are going to keep them in town. Yes. Got it. So we just need to make it on our way and go about our what we're going to do then. What? Well, that's my question. What, we is need... what are you going to do? Exactly. What we need to do is, I agree with Flint's plan, we need to find the armory, we need to blow up the armory. Wherever they're storing the munitions, we need to take care of that. Um, my plan is to, as part of that, also to completely destroy the um, the governor. Is it governor? Yes. To, complete, to completely destroy the governor's living quarters, as it were. Just completely wipe it off the face of the map. That makes sense, especially if he's still in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are the two places I feel we should strike. We don't know if he has a safe room or not, so if we do encounter someone, we should probably interrogate them for that. You also don't know where the governor's like bedroom or whatever is. is. Exactly. We're basically going to storm the place and turn the whole building upside down. All right. Because mm, we, like cause we don't idea. have a specific layout. But once we figure out where the armory is, we need to destroy that. And once we figure out where his living quarters are, we need to head there immediately before he can escape. So, okay. get, so armory mm-hmm. and an immediate find the governor. Well, if we need to find the governor first and then take yeah. care of the armory because he's a moving target. The The storage facility is going to take a, forever for them to clear out. We find so the governor. We can make the first. governor take us to the uh, armory. Yeah, but we have no guarantee that he'll cooperate. But he'll that's cooperate. the order... That's the order of operations, is take him out first, then go and destroy their gunpowder stash, essentially. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Rebar, if history has taught me one unfortunate thing, anyone can cooperate with the right persuasion. Now you're scaring me. I didn't say I was going to do anything harmful. I just said persuade him. Robot, this is Roscoe we're talking about, not me. I know, but Roscoe's done some pretty scary stuff. Oh, whatever, I'll just shrug. <laughs> I mean, are we really concerned about here? Like, essentially, we're just going to murder someone. Like, Rovarth doesn't care. Again, not a good character. <laughs> we will get to the killing part later because, depending on how that goes, 
Roscoe might have some reservations. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, Robarth is not a good person. <laughs> and he stands with this community, so... I argue that Rovarth is a good person. He's just not opposed to murder. I mean, yeah, to say. pretty much. That's just Flint. Let's change that to murder of a tyrant. I, no, that's fair. Um, all right. So what is the... Okay, I got... You're doing that. Are you storming the front gate? Are you sneaking? Like, what are you doing? What is the plan? We should sneak in, and we should go to the second story first. So that is what Rovarth is going to be doing. Okay. okay. So you're So how are you going to do that? Because Margot cannot carry anyone with her. No, she can't. I can fly. Can you carry someone and fly? I have a strength. You can carry of plus one of them one. and fly. Okay. I can And Margot is not strong enough to carry anyone. <laughs> also, she's not. When we're D&D adventures. I'm pretty sure we all have 50 feet of hemp and rope. Yeah. Yes. So whoever One of us gets can... up there first will throw down the rope and secure it to something, and then the others will climb up. Okay. So where... All right. The uh, gate. So there is a wall mm-hmm. around the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Part of the wall is the building itself. Uh, the main gate is in the southeast corner. Where are you guys approaching from? We should approach from the wall unless anybody has any objections. From like the one where that's actually part of the building. Okay, so that is a big chunk of the wall. Give me a cardinal direction here. Which is furthest from the road and closest to the forest? Um, The northern wall. So that is where we will be going from. Again, okay. unless anybody else has any objections. No, that sounds good. It's close to where we're at. I'm good with that. Because I'm trying to have us follow the route that gives us the most cover and the least amount of time traversing across the open grounds of the actual estate. Sounds good. All right, go ahead and make uh, stealth checks. And if this goes horribly wrong, we're gonna we're gonna FBI see, uh, siege breach this place. <laughs> Just trying to be stealthy at first. Oh, Twenty five. That's going to bite me in the ass. <laughs> 12. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> also, 12. I'm not proficient. Flink out of 14. All right. You guys are trying to find a good spot on the road to uh, kind of move off of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, you get a little bit too close. Mm-hmm. And one of the guards at the gate says, uh, what are you doing over there? No, no. <laughs> how far away is he? Since nobody's clearly doing anything in the moment, how far away is he? Yeah. Uh, probably about 70 feet. Okay, so he's not quite close enough. Um, no, I mean, he's yelling. Yeah, yeah, he's yelling. Well, does he look like a normal guard? Or does he look... Yeah, yeah, it just looks like a regular guard. You know, chain shirt, shield. Okay, well... I'm going to keep moving unless somebody does something else. Okay. Like, is is your plan now to just siege the place? I say that's what we do, but... All right, oh fine, Lord. we do it this way. And I, I okay. end up approaching the... I, <laughs> I, I move forward exactly 10 feet. And I think we should probably roll for initiative because I'm about to attack this man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's exciting. I'm just like, I'm waiting for like Roscoe to charm him or like Flint. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't do this much. Flint for froze. Roscoe with his amazing persuasion and Margo oh. with her, Margo and Flint both with their amazing deception rolls to like lie or. I know, I don't know how to. Uh. Like I'm just waiting for somebody to do that. And it's like, that's not happening. It's. I just had I just had a rare case of where I had a brain freeze and I just couldn't think of anything even and though I know what I can what do. That's what happened, and that's what happened. You you your character had a brain freeze. Marco was like, I don't know what to say, and Rovarth's just like awkward silence, awkward silence. Fuck it. <laughs> to give an idea for my deception, because I just looked at it, I have a deception of nine. <laughs> that's great. I just the fuck? there was too much silence and Rovarth. No, I know. I just it. I didn't. Yeah. All right, uh, Rovarth, what was your initiative? Uh, terrible, four. Margot, 
17. Roscoe. Also a 17. Flint got a 12. Flint. Roscoe, you're up first. Oh, goody. Um, I take a 10-foot step and I just yell out, Congratulations, you saw us. Unfortunately, you saw us. You did not see that that was a bad idea. Vicious mockery. <laughs> Alrighty. 16. Uh, let's see. DC 16. Yes. Wisdom save. He got a 12. Disadvantage his attack, and he takes 6 damage. Ow. That hurts so bad. He just immediately has this, like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna die moment. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, if I can just attempt to intimidate him, I say, leave now, and you you might be the one person who lives. Uh, that's action. A, an action. Oh, well, yeah. well, he's gonna die. I'm done. All right, Margo. I'm gonna stab him. You're not. Why he's, not? Am I not too far away? Too, he's way too far. He's Never 70 mind. feet away. You're good. Um, You're not that good. Yeah, no, not that no, good. No, you could shoot him with your short bow. He's well within that. range of that. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, and there is a second guard that you can see just a few feet behind him. All right, well. Because it's pretty much a straight shot through the gate uh, from the road. Okay, so I'm going to shoot the one guy with the uh, short bow. Okay. 14? Yeah, that Okay, hits. cool. Actually, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't. doesn't. Okay. No. I'm going to try again. Okay. So, uh, 19. 19 definitely hits. Seven damage. He's dead. Okay, cool. Um, that's all I can do for my so turn. You, you fire once and it kind of goes a little wild, and then you uh, steady yourself and fire again and hit him right in the chest. <laughs> well, he's gone. I oh, yeah. have nothing else that I uh, can do with this turn. Do you want to move? Uh, yes, I'm going to move up. Okay. Uh, did Roscoe want to move as well? Yes, I'll move up. Okay. The other guard sees what happens and runs off. Flint. Oh, shoot. Um, hmm. Can I cast Firebolt after him? You cannot see him. Shit. Okay, I'm just going to move forward. Like, shit, shit, shit. There's still right, like 30 feet. No, he's not. He's dead. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> no, Roscoe dealt him six damage, and then Margot shot him for another six. Oh, he only had 11 hit points. Now, Flint, do you move 30 feet to match Margot and Roscoe, or do you move 60 feet? Uh, I move 30 feet to match them. Okay. Rovar. How tall is this wall? Uh, it's about 12 feet. Is there a gate nearby? Yeah, you're you're looking right at the there's so there's no actual gate. It's just like a I say a gate. It's a gateway. Is it so? There's no there's nothing blocking the entrance. Is what you're saying? No. Cool. Then I'm going to move my full distance forward towards the entrance. Okay. And when I do that, how far am I away from the actual mansion estate proper? Uh, about forty feet. That is from the building itself. That is. Brilliant. So I'm going to do the thing because well, you moved your full movement. Oh, so that includes. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant I thought you meant you're double moving because if you if you move only thirty feet, you're still like sixty feet away. Yeah, that's not close enough. So then I'll just take my full movement, and that's my turn. Okay, uh, Roscoe. So right now there's no other guards, right? Because the other one just bolted. You don't see anyone? No, he bolted back into the compound. Got it. It's like, I'm going to blow this joint. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep going until we encounter something. All right, so you just move 50 feet closer? Yes. Okay. Uh, Margo? I'm going to also move closer. All right, so, I mean, how much closer? A double movement, because there's nothing okay. that I can see. Uh, so one movement gets you right at the gateway from where you were. Mm-hmm. And uh, from right at the gateway, you can see that there is a... You go through the gateway, and it's 20 feet by 60 feet. I'm sorry, 20 feet by 30 feet, like this courtyard. Mm. And then there's another gateway uh, that branches off into like a loose stone path. And then there is a firm stone path leading through a third gateway. 60 feet only gets you just inside the second gateway. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and then... It's a lot of things to move. It's okay. It'll get easier. 
<laughs> Things are gonna get brighter. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I am really excited. <laughs> excited we to know. blow shit up. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> All right. Ha ha. Flint. Yes. It's your turn. So, what I want to do is I want to kind of uh, move my full speed up. That gets me the first gate, right? Uh, 30 feet gets you within 10 feet of the first gateway. Okay, do I see anything? You see what I described to Margo. Okay, and that... You see, like, this tiny little courtyard. Okay, so I want to... Can I double move? Yeah. I'll do that. So you're pretty much right behind Margo at this point. Yep. Rovarth. I'm going to move 30 feet. Okay. And there's way more gates than I thought there were. What gate does that place, Max? Is there's like three... You only know about the one, the one gateway. Okay. Margo and Flint know that there's, they're at a second gateway, and then there's a third, and from Margo's position, she can see stairs leading up, like, into the actual courtyard. Oh, so I'm way further than I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not far from the building, Mm -hmm. but the building's like a U-shape. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. Well, I'm going to go the same direction that Margo and Flint are going. I'm going to stick together. And Mm -hmm. since I had the wrong perspective of where things were, I'm going to double move. Okay. Uh, That'll put you beside Margo. And Roscoe. I will also double move and try to keep up with the group. I assumed a boring square building. (laughs) No. No, no. It's it's like this U-shaped building. Um, And that... That's on me. I didn't explain that very well. You're fine. Because um, Badri would have explained that, that it's kind of a U-shaped building with um, several small walls and gateways mm-hmm. in front of it. And the U itself is around a large courtyard. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that I don't want to blow a hole in the wall away from where we're all at, so. Yeah, but it is now Margot's turn. Okay. Um, I'm just going to... Uh, like discuss with the group really quickly if we want to move up to the stairs. If you're moving up to the stairs, make sure that you keep a reasonable distance from the wall that starts the building, if that makes any sense. So the wall that starts the building is at the stairs. It's It's just like five steps. Then move up to the stairs, but don't go in. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Is there a way that... Three, four, five, six. You can get right at the stairs okay. with one movement. Yeah, but don't go inside yet. Okay. Um, we we want to do this kind of all at the same time when we're all can right I next s- to each other. Can I stealth that or is it... Um, so if you want to move your full movement... Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically when you are sneaking... Mm-hmm. You can only move half your speed. So instead of 30 feet, it's 15 feet. Hmm. Or you can roll with disadvantage and move at regular speed. I think I'm going to try that. What do I roll? Try what? To roll, uh, to do it at disadvantage. Okay. Um, yeah, you just roll stealth. <laughs> uh, 27. <laughs> With disadvantage? Oh, no. Disadvantage is rolled twice, right? And pick the lower number? Yes. Oh, well, that's still... <laughs> yeah, that's still 27 for the lower. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> the, second one I, the second one I rolled uh, was a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, you're able to... So you guys see Margo drops on all floor, all fours <laughs> and just starts, like, slithering along the ground. <laughs> um, and the steps aren't very tall. Okay. But down on the ground like you are you're able to kind of like peep up above the steps. Uh Um, And from where you are, you can see that there are this gateway leading into the larger courtyard is uh, 10 feet wide and 15 feet long. Okay. And the courtyard itself is, if it were nighttime, you wouldn't be able to see the other end of it. Oh, so it's- With your dark vision. It's large. It's a big courtyard. Okay. It's at least 60 feet across. But you can see clearly from where you are 
uh, seven guards, an archer, and two... Um, imagine a Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, God. But instead of fur, it's uh, hard, leathery scales. Yes. <laughs> and they have a long, thick alligator tail. And there's two of them. Excellent. Oh, wait, what What was your stealth check? Never mind, sorry. What, what was the amount? Yours, your stealth check from a moment ago. 27. 27, okay. No, they don't even... With their natural 20, they don't notice you. Uh, they can only get a 23. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, those two lizard dogs, they're actually called sentry uh, drakes. They move forward a bit to place themselves in front of these soldiers. Uh, but they still don't seem to notice you. And that is their turn. And the guards start to position themselves a little bit better. And that's all they're going to do on their turn. Flint. Uh I want to move up 30 feet. Okay. Then uh can I try to hide like right beside the like right beside the stairs? Sure. Go ahead and make the uh make a stealth roll. So that's an 18. Okay. And this guy. All right. Uh, Margo, I should say that you are seeing, you saw at least two more guards and a guy in uh, full plate armor move up, kind of uh, position themselves a bit better. Okay. And now it is Rovarth's turn. Um, how far? You see, uh, I was just going to say what you can see right this moment mm-hmm. is that uh, Margo is clearly hidden because she hasn't been attacked yet mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh flint has moved up and positioned himself up against the wall on like the corner at the stairs <laughs> and i'm assuming i don't see any of these individuals yet no no you got to get a lot closer how far you, you'd have to position yourself pretty close to where margo is to be able to see any of them how far away is margo from me uh 35 feet just short okay i'm gonna move my full movement i'm not going to stealth because i am terrible at that Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm in a completely different mode right now. And I'm going to get 30 feet up to where Margo is. I'm not going to go past that. What do I see then? Let's see. You can't... Uh, yeah, you can't really see anything. Because like I said, the, the gateway mm-hmm. is uh, more of a hallway Okay. right here. And it's 10 feet wide and 15 feet long. Um, so you just wouldn't have the vantage. Got it. So she's in a specific spot where she can see where they are. <laughs> she's actually right in front of the stairs. Okay. Um, but she's like belly to the ground. Looking upwards, basically. Looking upwards, okay. yeah. Um, just to make, make things go quick, how far am I away from the closest visible structure directly in front of me, like following this pathway that we've been walking on? So... The wall that Flint is against mm-hmm. is the building. So Flint is against the building. Yes. Okay. And where is Flint relative to me right now? Sorry. Uh, kind of like to your north, right in front of you. North, right in front of me. Okay, so I'm I'm right there, and then I'm guessing they're up top on the actual second story or something. Who? The guards or whatever that I can't see. You don't know. Well, that's right. Rovarth doesn't know. Well. Uh, my original plan is my original plan, so I'm right up next to where this structure is, and that's the start of the actual mansion itself, correct? Yep. I'm going to do it, because I don't know what's going on, because I only see what I see. So. All right, give me a cardinal direction and a number of squares. In front of me. Um, well, you got three options of cardinal direction. North. North, okay, directly north. Yes. Uh, north, um, enough that I can, because it's within 60 feet of me, I can put the radius. So I'm going to put it out um, far enough away that it won't hit any of my allies, and it is a 10-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder. It is fucking insane that this spell, unlike most spells, does not specify a space you can see. 
It does say, it just says a vertical column of divine fire roars down in the heavens in a location that you specify. That's what it says. Uh, yep. And it just, it's just because usually these spells say, like the specific words used are a centered on a point within range that you can see. Yeah. And, and that's not what this one used. That is fucking nuts. So I'm going, um, so um, uh, how many squares one more time? Um, basically far enough away that I'm not going to hit any of my compatriots, whatever is closest to that. Okay. Yeah. You only need to put it like 20 feet in front of you to make sure it doesn't hit any of your uh, friends while also still hitting the building. That's my conditions. You're pretty sure it'll hit the building. Okay. And I'm like, it's it's high. It's hard for you to see. Although are you targeting like the roof? Because if you do that, you're not going to hit anybody. I'm not targeting of your allies. The roof. I'm going to target like the middle of the structure. Okay. Like whatever the middle between the floors are. Um, and I'm going to pull out the gem that I have in my hand already, and I'm going to turn it to, so it catches the sunlight. And as it catches the sunlight, another beam of light shoots into the heavens. And as it falls down from the heavens, it's going to be this column of rainbow flame and and prismatic light that shoots down nice. and uh because we were talking about how light refracts earlier and that makes sense to me uh mm. so any creature within that section if there are any creatures in that section have to make a dexterity saving throw or take and what is the dc uh, dc is i have the mana stone so 18 18 that is two failures for the century drakes and they take 46 fire damage and 46 radiant damage and half as much oh, on a successful boy. one. Yeah. Demon. It's mean. That's, that's why I described a... it as l- columns of light and fire, because that's what it is. That's incredible. So because I don't know what re- damage resistances are, I'm going to roll for fire first. Man. Okay. Are you t- soup that's too hot? Because that burns. This is the <laughs> most powerful spell that I have. Uh, so that is math. Uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 points of fire. Ow. And then... A little bit lower. Uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9 points of radiant. Also, Al. And I just say, the wrath of your gods has fallen upon you. <laughs> I love how you, like, I, I I think what makes me love when Rovarth says stuff like that is that he's never specific. <laughs> it's always an incredibly vague thing, which makes it even funnier when it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Gods um, so you don't, you haven't used that spell on a building before. And you know how sometimes lightning strikes something and it doesn't quite set it on fire because it's so fucking hot yeah. and so sudden? That's kind of what happens. Uh, the, at the very least, what you can tell is that the building didn't go up in flames. That's fine. Yet. crispy. <laughs> That's fine. What does Margo see from her vantage point? <laughs> uh, Margo sees that that... Uh, uh, a powerful column of rainbow flame struck the two sentry drakes and they are um, badly hurt <laughs> but not like so badly hurt that they're considering turning around oh god uh, sentry drakes are fucking tough yes <laughs> um, yeah it actually so here's a fun fact it takes about four guards to be the equivalent challenge of one sentry drake. Oh, no. But it's Roscoe's turn. Okay. So, Rofarf's in front of me, I remember. So, I basically just see... Well, he what? was. He moved away okay. But I did see what he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, you saw that magic come down and strike the building. All right. No, there's no point in stealthing, then. I just move. So if you move your full 25 feet, that puts you just behind Rovar. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. And where you can't, and from there, 
you can't see anything. Not anything important. Okay. But but if I double move, that's my uh, whole turn. Yeah, yes. So I'm not going to double move because I'm not going to put myself out there on my own. Because okay. I don't know what's out there. And yeah. That's fair. Margo. Well, I think it's time to go after the sentry drakes if they're close enough. Are they? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to run out with my sword raised to attack them. All right. Uh, very quickly, that uh, <laughs> archer no. that you saw uh, shoots you. <sighs> okay. What do they do? Or attempts to shoot you. Uh, 20 versus your armor class. Oh, that hits. Uh, that'll be three piercing damage. Okay. Oh, I probably And you may continue. You could have, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I forgot. I forget all these things that I have. Um, well, I just rolled. Let's see. Here's four. So, you know what, uh, something you, you could start doing that I've played with people who did this is uh, they wrote all that stuff on, like, note cards mm-hmm. that they just paper clipped to their character sheet. Well, I just put post-it notes on my computer, I guess, um, to help. That could work. I don't, let's see here. Oh, I've got some in here. Anyway, um, I got a uh, 23. Oh, that definitely hits. 12 damage, and... Ow. Oh, I almost forgot. I want to challenge it, too. Is it at a, is it something I can challenge, actually, or no? It has an intelligence of five, which means yes. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to challenge it, and it has to be a uh, uh, 15. I think it's wisdom saving throw. I got a two. Oh, good. Cool. So it's challenged now. Um, hmm. <clears throat> I want to do I want to knock it down unless it challenge force opponent to make dex save against challenge so I have to hit it let me see real quick oh sweet <laughs> I shouldn't have done that because I got a nat 20 um, well you're talking about chop the tree yeah right? you still do damage oh really yeah it says you still do damage you just don't do as much damage Low blow is the one that doesn't do damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get full damage then with Chop the Tree still? Yeah. Okay, I didn't. You do damage and you knock them prone. Okay, cool. And that's uh, with the nat 20, do I get to... It, you double the dice damage. Okay. And you also get an additional 2d4 force damage. There is a reason that brilliant nice. energy weapons are... Uh, legendary magical items okay that's uh 22 damage it's dead cool and uh that's all for my turn yeah you you run up and uh this severely burned creature you stab it once in the flank and then stab it again downwards uh straight through its spine oh god (laughs) the other one however is not pleased about this. <laughs> I'm sure it's and not. And it's going to try and bite you. Shit. Uh, 17 versus your AC. Uh, that just meets it, so yes. Okay. You are dealt six piercing damage, and you are grappled. Mm. While you are grappled, you are restrained. So basically, it bites down into your shoulder and just starts twisting you around. Like a rag doll, basically. Yeah. <laughs> because it's bigger than you are. Well, yeah. I figured it sounded huge. Uh, it's about the size of a pony. Yeah. <laughs> Comparison to Margo, that's very big. Um, so here's something I want you to remember. Okay. You are restrained. Until you escape the grapple, your speed is zero. You cannot move. You have disadvantage on attack rolls. And attack rolls against you have advantage. And you also have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. All right. Okay. And uh, actually, with that, this episode's over. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll just say that the rest of you kind of lean over as Margot runs in. And you see her fucking annihilate one of these sentry drakes. And then the other one 
bites down on her shoulder and just starts throwing her around, just thrashing. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> nah, it's Margot. She's got it. <laughs> Y'all better help us. <laughs> Have you seen what this otter folk can do? <laughs> do you not remember the time that she woke up from a nap and killed two cultists? Yeah, that was pretty dope. <laughs> Didn't even give him a chance uh, to do anything. Well, time for... I don't know. Um, a nap? Is it bedtime? Pluggables and naps. There we yeah. go. Um, I have Sounds a Twitter, like a an Instagram, name. and uh, and a TikTok. All are elvenly underscore e. I yell about things. <laughs> also, nap time. Good night. <laughs> uh, I have a YouTube channel that's Arasil Prime, E R A S Y L space P R I M E, where I uh, record various let's plays. Some of them are role playing games. Most of them are actually. Um, like this one, but not this one. And uh, some of them are just, you know, whatever I happen to be, I guess, playing at the moment. Whatever I'm into. Whatever strikes my fancy. But uh, it's fun. I have fun. We play some uh, weird characters sometimes. So go check it out. You know, it's when I plug things that I realize having three separate things with three separate names just makes things difficult. But it's okay. I mean, it's all good. On Instagram... It's Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. On Twitter, it's Jarius underscore Jer. And on Voices of Wrestling, you can find me at Jerry Evans talking about um wrestling. Sleep time. I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at amcosplayclean, posting uh, cosplay stuff and progress photos on sewing things. And... I have been your host, Eli Royal. <laughs> Get out. Bye. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.